Listening to the latest episode of the County Sales Radio Hour, I'm your host Kenny Rohrer, and I'll be featuring recent releases of bluegrass and old time music, as well as classic bluegrass and old time music. Most of what you will hear today is available from CountySales.com, or it can be found at the County Sales Store in downtown Florida, Virginia, during regular business hours. County Sales proudly features the world's largest and best selection of bluegrass and old time music CDs and box sets, as well as books about the musicians who created this great American art form. Don't forget, they also carry carry vintage vinyl LPs of bluegrass and old-time music that will certainly enhance your collection. We open today's show with a fine fiddling of Karina Rose Logston, a member of the High Fidelity Bluegrass Band, doing Billy in the Low Ground from the new Jesse McReynolds CD, The Bull Mountain Moonshiners Way. And of course, The Bull Mountain Moonshiners was a band that had Jesse McReynolds' grandfather in it that recorded at the famous Bristol Sessions in 1927. That fiddle tune can be documented back to at least 1799 when a Scottish fiddler by the name of Neil Gow played it. I went to a a castle in Scotland on the border of Scotland and England many years ago with my students and they had a large display of fiddles that belonged to Neil Gow and a lot of information about him. But that's a tune that he played. It was called by a different name over there. I think they called it Braze of Octor Tire, uh, which is a town in western Scotland, northwest Scotland. And Braze referred to the walls around the city. And it may have referred to uh, King William IV of England, who in the 1690s invaded Scotland and Ireland and anything else he could get to. And they was called. he was called King Billy, King William IV fourth he was uh, uh no king william the third he was and it may be that uh, the team referred to one of his invasions of scotland or ireland billy was in the low grounds the king was coming with his army move along now to aldi blaylock and red lime as they're doing a tune that was originally a country hit back in the summer of 1968 for farron young i call this honky-tonk bluegrass one call i just came to get my baby Cause you no trouble 
and bartender Let's forget that glass of beer And I'm sorry, old buddy That I pulled her from your arms I just came to get my baby out of here Would you believe she's never been Inside of a honky-tonk And would you believe she can't stand the taste of beer Well, I don't know what's come over my baby And I just came to get my baby out of here What you're up to Cause I've been watching What you've been doing From the door And I told you Once To keep your hands off her And I ain't Gonna tell you Anymore Would you believe She's never been of a honky-tonk And would you believe She can't stand the taste of beer Well, I don't know What's come over my baby I just came To get my baby Out of here
to keep our hearts from crying Taking this show on the road, evening papers told us so All proceeds to the USO bring rubber and scrap iron Friends and neighbors gather around, let's get this old truck loaded down We'll do our bit to help the best we can Finally our way's clear to see the music that we hear Today's the day we're gonna get our chance Well, the place is packed in every seat Happy faces, patting feet The band drives a hillbilly beat There's magic in their hands Paradise to me. I'd run off after supper time and climb the ridge to play under that old pine tree that's still standing there today. There's a tall pine tree growing up on top of Bailey's Ridge where I used to stay and play all day back when I was a kid. Now the family's gone, the weeds have grown, and the house is falling down. But the memories up on Bailey's Ridge will always be around Now years have come and years have gone since I was just a kid I take my children out to play the way their daddy did I swear sometimes I hear that old man's tractor plow the ground But it's gone in just an instant before I can turn around There's a tall pine tree growing up on top of Bailey's Ridge Where I used to stay and play all day back when I was a kid now the family's gone, the weeds have grown, and the house is falling down. But the memories up on Bailey's Ridge will always be around.
up on top of Bailey's Ridge Where I used to stay and play all day back when I was a kid Now the family's gone, the weeds have grown and the house is falling down But the memories up on Bailey's Ridge will always be around Now the family's gone, the weeds have grown and the house is falling down The first song you heard in that set came from Audie Blaylock and Redline from their new CD called Originalist, and they were doing I Just Came to Get My Baby, and that, as I said, was an old country hit for Fair and Young back in the 19, late 1960s, and Audie Blaylock and them do a fabulous bluegrass version of that. Then we heard Special Consensus with their tribute to the Chicago Barn Dance, which went on the air about a year and a half before the Grand Ole Opera did. The Chicago Barn Dance went on the air in 1924 and featured such great artists as uh, Gene Autry, Lula Bell and Scotty, Bradley Kincaid, the Monroe Brothers danced on that show, and just many other, fa- Pat- Patsy Montana, many other fabulous musicians performed on that show and got people uh, listening to uh, traditional and old-time uh, country music, and uh, Special Consensus does a really nice job there as in their tribute to Chicago Barn Dance. It was called the WLS Barn Dance uh, initially because it was sponsored by Sears and Roebuck, uh, which was Quote, the world's largest store, WLS, thus the initials for the barn dance. Then after that, we heard Nothing Fancy from over in Buena Vista, Virginia, doing a song written by the singer and guitar player uh, Caleb Cox there, and he does a really nice remembrance of a, a childhood memory of roaming out on Bailey's Ridge, and I expect there are many of us who may have childhood memories like that of places you went to play as a kid in the creeks and woods and hills and the old home places, and fortunately many of those uh, places are gone, and of course the old folks are as well, uh, too. And a nice tribute there from Caleb Cox. Now we'll move on to Tim O'Brien and Michael Cleveland from his uh, Tall Fiddler uh, CD on Compass. And this is a song originally written back in 1930 by Bob Miller, one of more than 7,000 songs that he wrote. And uh, at the time Bob Miller uh, wrote it, uh, cotton prices had just really been bowled over uh, by the Great Depression, and cotton had fallen uh, to four cents uh, a pound, and meat was selling for 40 cents a pound. So he called it four cent cotton and 40 cent meat. Low Stokes recorded a great version of that in 1931, I think it was. Well, here's kind of a modern adaptation of that, an update of it uh, by Tim O'Brien and Michael Cleveland. They call it, of course, the prices have gone up. Uh, they call it 20 cent cotton and 90 cent meat. Child with a cold in the crown Back near the broken fingers All sore Cotton gone down Never ride no more Twenty cent cotton Ninety cent meat How in the world Poor folks eat Shoes up high Cotton down low How in the world Raise a dough Hey, twenty cent cotton Five dollar pants Got a chance Can't buy no clothes Can't buy no meat 
cotton, not enough to eat. Twenty cent cotton, ninety cent meat. How in the world do poor folks eat? Shoes up high, cotton down low. How in the world will we raise a dough? Cotton and a carload of tax Love's too heavy for our poor backs Got a good set of farmers, I don't know well Something wrong here, sure as well, well, well We all work hard, groan and sweat Never make enough money to pay our debt Fish quit biting, rabbit runs so fast Got another mess of peas, gonna be my last Twenty-cent cotton, ninety-cent meat how in the world do poor folks eat shoes up high, cotton down low? How in the world will we raise the dough? Twelve or fifteen cents a pound. The very next day, gotta buy it back. Ninety cents a pound in a paper sack. No meat in the smoker, no chicken in the yard. My cow run dry, my plum out of lard. No use talking to any man his beach. Twenty cent cotton at ninety cent me. Twenty cent cotton, ninety cent me. How in the world the poor folks eat shoes up high, cotton down low. How in the world will we raise a dough? Shoes up high, cotton down low. How in the world will we raise a dough? Since you left me, darling, with good 
for your rubber tired hearses, send for your rubber tired hacks. Carry little Johnny to the graveyard, I've shot him in the back with a great big gun as he went to run. Send for your thousand policemen, detectives right away. Lock me way down in the dungeon cell and throw the key away for Johnny's dead. Just cause he said, oh, I'm going away, I'm going to stay, never coming home. Gonna miss me, honey, in the days to come. When the winter wind begins to blow, the ground is covered up as no you think of me. Gonna wish to be back, your loving man. Gonna miss me, honey, in the day, day, days to come. We started off that set with a really nice adaptation of the old Bob Miller classic 4-cent cotton and 40-cent meat, which has now risen to 20-cent cotton and 90-cent meat, done up for you by Tim O'Brien and Michael Cleveland from Michael Cleveland's new CD, Tall Fiddler. Then we heard a band from down in southwest North Carolina, Carolina Blue, doing one called Cold, Lonely, and Blue, getting lots of airplay these days. And then we heard uh, David Davis and the Warrior River Boys from Dallin, Alabama, doing their take on an old Charlie Poole recording called Leaving Home, the story of Frankie and Johnny, or really uh, Frankie and Albert it was. Uh, uh, Frankie Baker, back in 1899 in St. Louis, Missouri, got in an argument with her boyfriend. She was 24. He was 17. Uh, Al Britt was his name. And they got in a shouting match with each other, a fight in her apartment, and he picked up a lamp to throw it at her, and when he raised the lamp up as if to throw it, she shot him dead. It was kind of a shady romance there, I guess, with the lamp. Anyway, but uh, she was found not guilty. I guess uh, you consider that be self-defense if someone's about to throw a lamp at you. Uh, you were in, uh, you were in your rights to shoot back or uh, to shoot him. So at any rate, back in 1912, some songwriters up in New York took that story of Frankie Baker and Al Britt, and they redid it, and they called it uh, Frankie and Johnny. And, of course, the song has survived to this day, and that's from David Davis's wonderful CD on Rounder called Didn't He Ramble. Moving along now to a guy named Blind Alfred Reed. Well, some powerful social commentary from Blind Alfred Reed. He uh, grew up here in Floyd, Virginia, lived here until he was in his late teens, finally moved up to near Princeton, West Virginia, lived a couple of miles outside town. And in December of 1929, the 49-year-old singer went to New York. He was a fiddler and singer and songwriter. And he recorded this song. And to show you the song's impact and power, uh, no less than Bruce Springsteen and Ry Cooter have also recorded this song that they learned from a blind Alfred Reed recording. Listen close. It has some very uh, powerful commentary for the times and maybe for all times. I don't know. But uh, right after we hear Blind Alfred Reed, uh, we're going to hear Tom Utes with his tribute song to Blind Alfred Reed. Blind Alfred Reed would walk a couple of miles into Princeton uh, a couple of days a week and play on the street corners, busk they called it, uh, for nickels and dimes. And some days he wouldn't make a single nickel. Uh, other days he'd make enough to stop and buy some groceries and walk uh, the three miles uh, back home. But we'll first listen to the original recording of how can a man, how can a poor man stand such times and live from December 4th, 1929, only a few weeks, by the way, after the stock market crash. Here's Blind Alfred Reed to tell us the story. Everything was cheap But now pride 
prices almost puts a lamb to sleep. When we pay our grocery bill, we just feel like making our will. Tell me, how can a poor man stand such times and live? I remember when dry goods were cheap as dirt. We could take two bits and buy a dandy shirt. Now we pay three bucks or more, maybe get a shirt that another man wore. Tell me, how can a poor man stand such times and live? I used to trade with a man by the name of Bray. Flour was 50 cents for a 24 pound bag. Now it's a dollar and a half beside, just like skinning a flea for the hide. Tell me, how can a poor man stand such times and live? Oh, the schools we have today ain't worth a cent. But they see to it that every child is sin. Sits up on the corner Down on Temple Street And sells the songs he's singing For just ten cents a sheet They talk about the hard times And the coming of the Lord Put a penny in his tin cup If it's all you can afford 
Blind man on a dusty road, walking all alone. He's got a pound of bacon, he's headed back to home. Today has been a good day, some days are hard as hell. But he's got to make a living, like everybody else. So he sits up on the corner, down on Temple Street. And sells the songs he's singing for just ten cents a sheet. They talk about the hard times and the coming of the Lord. Put a penny in his tin cup if it's all you can afford. Blind man at the station in the blazing summer heat. He's gonna catch a slow train to Bristol, Tennessee. No way for him to know that he'll make history. It's August 27, and his name is Alfred Reed. He sits up on the corner down on Temple Street. And sells the songs he's singing for just ten cents a sheet. They talk about the hard times and the coming of the Lord. Put a penny in his tin cup if it's all you can afford. He sings about the hard times and the coming of the Lord. Put a penny in his tin cup. If it's all you can Thank you. 
that set with blind alfred reed a native of floyd county virginia doing a song that he recorded in 1929 up in new york called how can a poor man stand such times and live and he did record at bristol in 1927 at the famous bristol sessions but this particular song was recorded two years later up in new york and a really powerful commentary there from blind alfred reed fine fiddler and fine singer to go with it his son orville uh, playing backup guitar there for him and then we had a really nice tribute to blind Alfred Reed from the pen and voice of Tom Utes, uh, one superb songwriter and singer to say the least. And uh, he tells a story of blind Alfred Reed there of his walking into Princeton and playing on the street corners and selling copies of his uh, songs for 10 cents. A really nice, uh, thoughtful tribute to blind Alfred Reed from Tom Utes. And then we heard Charlie Poole with the North Carolina Ramblers from July 27, 1925, doing Don't Let Your Deal Go Down Blues. Uh, Charlie, who couldn't read a stop sign, was basically illiterate, took his band and went to New York uninvited. They weren't asked to come by a record company. Uh, Charlie was bold enough to go on his own. He and his fiddler, a posy roar and guitar player Norman Woodley, I went up there and took jobs in factories in Passaic, New Jersey, to, uh, so they could earn some money to pay the rent and buy food. And then Charlie took a day off from work one day and took a ferry into New York and somehow found his way to Columbia Record Company. Remember, this is a guy who couldn't read a stop sign. He couldn't have read the word Columbia on the building, I suspect. But anyway, he got an audition, and uh, Frank Walker, the A&R man, was very impressed with what he heard. He stopped him in the middle of the first tune and said, okay, we'll record you, come back, and we'll record you. So they went back and recorded four songs there on July the 27th. At the time, a good-selling Columbia Hillbilly record uh, would be what they call old familiar tunes or old time records. A good seller sold 5,000 copies. A hit record sold 20,000 or better. That particular record, released in September of 1925, sold an astounding 102 thousand copies an amazing number of records at 75 cents a piece and so columbia immediately released the other uh, four songs other two songs rather they recorded the girl i left in sunny tennessee and i'm the man rode the mule around the world that record sold another sixty-five thousand. so those first two records uh, sold 167,000 copies for that the three band members were paid 25 
dollars a piece. Uh, how sad. But at any rate, Charlie has scored a big hit with Don't Let Your Deal Go Down. Of course, Les Flat and Earl Scruggs revived that with their own bluegrass interpretation back in the 1950s. We'll move on now to some classic bluegrass. This is an old-time tune that was first recorded by Al Hopkins and the Buckle Busters, a fine old-time band from the Galax area, and then other bands like Frank Blevins, uh, Grayson and Whitter, the Monroe Brothers all did the song. And here's Tony Rice's rendition of the Nine Pound Hammer. Well, the Nine Pound Hammer is a little too heavy. Honey for my size, honey for my size. Roll on, buddy, don't you roll so slow. I can't roll when the wheels don't go. Well, it's a long way to Harlem. And a long way to hazard, just to get a little brew, just to get a little brew. Roll on, buddy, pull a load of coal. How can I pull when the wheels don't roll? Just to see my baby And I ain't coming back No, I ain't coming back Roll on, buddy Pull a load of coal How can I pull When the wheels don't roll Make my tombstone Hide a number nine coal Hide a number nine coal Roll on, buddy Don't you roll so slow How can I roll When the wheels don't go
Well, it's always around this river night. All your green valleys I work till I die. My land of the film with my Pastures of plenty must always be free. Well, it's an always we ramble of this river at night. All your green valleys are. Cause my pastures are plenty, Lord will always be free. California, Arizona, Lord, we make all you cry.
Tony Rice gave us a nine-pound hammer to open that set of classic bluegrass. Then we followed Tony Rice with a woman named Lois Laverne Williamson, who used the stage name Molly O'Day. And that was a recording she did back in 1949. A fabulous singer she was and mighty fine clawhammer banjo player, as you can tell. And she was retelling the story of a young girl who was murdered over in uh, Winston, North Carolina. That was before it merged with Salem to become the town of Winston-Salem. It was just Winston at the time. And a a guy from Elizabeth City, North Carolina, and I need to include that, uh, that he was from Elizabeth City. No telling who you'll run into from Elizabeth City. And uh, he he was uh, a guy by the name of Peter DeGraft, and he had moved to Winston as a child. Uh, I think he was about six years old when his parents moved there. And he carried on with a, a young lady from Yadkin, Yadkinville, uh, Yadkin County, named Ellen Smith, and in a dispute, he murdered her in July of 1892 down behind the Zinzendorf Hotel. DeGraff escaped and went to Mount Airy, North Carolina, and stayed there for nearly a year, and then came back down to Winston, where he was caught and arrested, and then he was given a suspended sentence, suspended about 10 feet off the ground. On February the 8th, 19, uh, 1894, he was hanged before a crowd of six thousand people and that uh, song poor ellen smith retells that story There's a lot more verses uh, to it and a lot more to the story than i'm telling uh in winston-salem the city leaders i've read were so fed up with that song because they thought the song was giving the town a bad name they forbade the singing of that song within the town limits of Winston there in the early 1900s, late 1800s. They forbade the singing of that song, and if you were caught singing it, you had to pay a $5 fine if you were caught singing Poor Ellen Smith. Now, that's one of the stories I've read. I can't document that, but I have read that uh, somewhere along the line. But Molly O'Day, great singer she was. She stopped doing uh, bluegrass and old-time music in the early 1950s and became strictly a gospel singer and never would do secular music again. Uh, But she was one fine uh, singer and performer. Then we heard uh, the late Dave Evans, who was a fabulous singer and banjo player, kind of raw, down-to-earth kind of singer. And there he was doing Pastures of Plenty, a song written by Woody Guthrie at the time of World War II, and thus the lines in there about our pastures of plenty must always be free. In other words, we cannot let the Nazis conquer us and take over our country. But a a, a fascinating version of that, powerful version of it, to say the least, from uh, Dave Evans. Missed that singer. Sorry we lost him. Well, we'll move along to October the 20th, 1950, down in Tampa, Florida. Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs are standing before the microphones doing their last session for Mercury Records. While outside the building there in downtown Tampa, there is a tremendous hurricane raging. Uh, uh, Weathermen today say it would have been like a uh, uh, Category 4 four hurricane that was hitting the area west coast of Florida and Flatten Scrug are standing before the microphone during a hurricane singing this song Take Me in the Lifeboat But pray night and day are you seated to be 
Fathers and mothers are crying so loud Saying, Lord, won't you take us in your life, They took the dying sailor in the lifeboat. Take me in the lifeboat, take me in the lifeboat. It will stand a raging storm. Take me in the lifeboat, take me in the lifeboat. It will bear my spirit If it seems your soul is sinking There is still someone who cares If the road seems long and dreary And you cannot find your way Take your troubles to the Savior Get out on Against you, and your heart is sick and sore. There is one who really loves you, and he's knocking at your door. Do not wait too long, dear brother. Just start walking in his way. Get down on Get down on your knees and pray, your knees and 
walk down to the shoreline like every other day. Put boats into the water and quickly sailed away. Not much time to do their work, many mouths to feed. Filled their nets with fishes out on the Galilee. They were fishermen, ordinary simple men. A lot like you, a lot like me. soulful gospel singing there from Kenny and Amanda Smith doing They Were Fishermen, and that's from a new CD called Gonna Sing, Gonna Shout. And then before that, we went back to 1955 and listened to a band out of Lynchburg, Virginia, Bill and Mary Reed. They recorded for Columbia Records at the time. They also recorded for some local labels. And the fiddler on that particular session uh, was no less than Les Woody. Uh, Les Woody, of course, had fiddled uh, with the Stanley Brothers, and he had originally worked in the uh, Waldensian Bakeries uh, over at uh, Valdez, around Valdez, North Carolina. Uh, I had a chance to interview Les years ago, and he was telling me about working in that bakery. I said, why would you quit 
work in that bakery because you were obviously rolling in the dough. And he said, no, I, I could make more fiddling. So he fiddled with the Stanley Brothers. And then he fiddled with uh, Bill and Mary Reed. He told me that that he was enrolled in Lynchburg College at the time. And he said, I would go down and play on the radio at lunchtime. And then I'd walk over to school and take my classes uh, to Les Woody. Uh, we lost him several years ago, but he was a one fine fiddler, to say the least. And then we began that set with Lester Flatt and Earl Scruggs singing a song during a hurricane in Florida in 1950. And they were singing a very appropriate piece called Take Me in the Lifeboat. We'll close out now with a Galax Bog Trotters featuring the uh, mighty fine fiddling, a gentleman that uh, lives over in uh, Freeze, Virginia, Eddie Bond. Uh, both he and his wife play music. And here he is with the Galax Bog Trotters from their new CD. It's dancing time called Out of Red. Mm-hmm. 